Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, 431's After Show. Here we are. It's the After Show. We do. Johnny, what happens in the After Show? This is where things get silly, Terry. We answer questions off the board. We talk about random things that we wouldn't normally talk about on the regular show. That could be anything from movies we've seen to TV shows we've watched to concerts we've gone to to, you know, random strangers you've picked up in your car. <laughs> the, literally, it's endless. The things yes. we can talk about, you know, and, you know, the, the, the chat board is open. You can ask us any questions you'd like, whether that's disc golf related or whether it's personal. Very you know? Very personal. Yeah, you want to? You want me to sit here and count Terry's gray hairs in his beard? I'll do it. I'll I'll, I'll color them. I've got a little black marker here. I don't have that many. Do yeah, I? you do. Oh, uh, they're coming in. They're coming in pretty good, Terry Bear. Oh, that's why I don't grow mine out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I should. Just, you're just a light shade of peach. I, yeah, I that's, <laughs> that's, that's the difference. I shaved this morning. Uh huh. Again, it bothers me because every, again, like. I shave twice a week, uh-huh. uh, Tuesdays and Fridays usually. Um, but when I do get one, and you know, they, they again, I get them as long as you. They're just spread out, oh, okay. so I'm very patchy, like all six of them. Yeah, exactly. But when one of the six is white, I'm like, oh, you son of a, like you son of a. <laughs> so, uh, well, here we are. It's the after show, and uh, like Johnny said, stuff coming in off the board works well for us. Uh, you guys are really helping drive the bus here. Uh, and it may or may not be disc golf related. That's totally fine with us. Uh, I'm taking a look at one of the most recent comments that came in. Dan Harbeck says, do you guys need representation? And, uh, you know, that's it. That's an interesting question because you do think about what our players do. And then you also think about some of your talent. Uh, I, I, I hate referring to myself as that. Uh, but in the industry, in the biz, that's what they call it, I guess. I'd be considered talent. And, uh, yeah, you got to figure every major 
um, talent has an agency and or mm-hmm. a manager or representative, lawyer, whatever, all of those types of things that represent them. Now, and, we're not quite that formal at no. DGPT. Oh, I was thinking at Smashbox in general. Definitely Smashbox. Do we need representation? I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, so just for what it's worth, and this is nothing new, uh, Johnny and I have been contracted to the Disc Golf Network and the Disc Golf Pro Tour for all of these years. Last three years, we, we, we had a working agreement. Yes. And then before that, a looser working agreement, but a, 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 a nonetheless. Well, before a, that, nobody else could do it but us. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and that was all with the Disc Golf uh, Pro Tour, Steve Dodge and crew. And then, uh, obviously, it, it had transitioned over. And I got a nice text from Steve Judge on Thanksgiving. So just, did I. Just oh, wishing me. No, we're not. It's, he probably sent it to everybody. Everyone that's he, ever ordered birdie. <laughs> he pay, it was heartfelt. He, he pays for a service that yep. just replaces. Uh, no, and I, I sent him a text back. Uh, I got an auto reply. It was weird. <laughs> well, no. Um, and so uh, this year. Um, in theory, we are up of our, of our previous three-year agreement. And I guess as you're asking, Dan, does that make sense uh, to have some representation? Do we really need a middle person with the operation in which we're at? Um, is that the structure we're going to continue to have? Um, you know, I, I guess it will largely depend on how many weekends uh, both Johnny and I are involved with the network. And, the, you know, we know now the network has expanded to upwards of like 30, 35, 40 weekends of golf in some capacity, whether that's your extra events, like your your match play events, uh, to your all-star weekends and everything else, and then the majors that they've taken on uh, in terms of covering them for the PDGA, all the elite series, the silver events. I mean, it's it's a it's, massive undertaking. Mm-hmm. And I think those are all conversation pieces that need to be had as to what our involvement is, uh, who it is, how often, what that looks like. Um, yeah, there's there's some things that are not ironed out, I guess, is the best way that I would word that. And I don't mean that in a negative way. They're just pen hasn't been put to paper yet. Well, and if you're talking specifically about maybe um, Smashbox in general, we've always kind of just been... I don't want to say we've foregone foregone um, advertisements because I do listen to a lot of other disc golf podcasts and mm. a lot of them have advertising, whether it's, mm. you know, a, a bag sponsor or a disc sponsor or something like that being like, oh, this is brought to you by, you know, uh, Colt 45 or whatever. <laughs> yes, <know>? yes. <laughs> and Billy a D. Williams, malt liquors a lot there. of malt liquors out there sponsoring uh-huh. disc golf podcasts. Um, but on one hand, I always think like, oh, it would be nice to have a sponsor. Someone to actually like pay some bills because mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't need free stuff. I want cold hard cash. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think eh, we've always kind of been a little lazy. <laughs> we've yeah. never, we have never really put ourselves out there and, and sought out sponsorship. Now there are companies that have worked with us and, we, and phenomenally, you know, whether it's been a, a Patreon giveaway, um, disc member, disc in a box continually sends us. Uh, a, a monthly box that we turn around and give to our Patreon supporters. And even little things like that, you know, they help us out. Obviously, cash is king. 
Disbarren Digital Green Room. Disbarren Digital Green Room. And that's really, you know, and that was somewhat organic in in that he just Mm -hmm. more or less insisted in saying, hey, uh, we'd like to support you financially. And, and, uh, you know, that's been great. But, yeah, we have not actively gone to seek out sponsors otherwise. And and, and part of it is is I I really really like that we are uh, sponsored by our viewers, by the Patreon supporters. I really do like that. I'm not saying that we would, depending on the situation, we would forego an advertiser, but, you know, I I don't mind how we have it now because, you know, adding a sponsor in there always adds obligations. And then, you know, if, you know, if, if Lone Star sponsors us and, you know, suddenly I need to say something maybe not so (laughs) uh, positive about Lone Star for whatever reason on a particular week or, or any particular sponsor that always puts us in a, in an awkward spot. But, um, yeah, freedom of speech, man. I want to say whatever the f I want about whoever I want. <laughs> okay, Elon. That's how that works. Yes, that's right. You should no I, repercussions. You, you know what man. I should do? No regrets. Uh, no regrets. I I should yell at sponsors like Elon does, um, and c- complain that they're not sponsoring us because yes. that's that's what he just did with Apple. Oh, basically, okay. Apple traditionally spon- uh, sponsored purchased advertising on Twitter in the tune of like about a hundred million every quarter. I think is what Dang. it was, or maybe, maybe it was fifty million every quarter, something like that, which is pennies to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they pulled back their their advertising due to the way things are going. And so he goes out on Twitter and he's like, "What's up, Apple? How come you you know you pulled back your advertisement? Don't you like free speech?" And it's like, is that really how you want to get your advertisers back? Like calling them out like that rather than maybe a private conversation with someone like hey how come you're not advertising with us this thing what can we do to maybe make this no instead i think we should start calling out sponsors out loud you know <laughs> what do you think terry who's the first sponsor we call out for not sponsoring us uh well we've kind of had a running one for many years. well yeah you, you've called out disc mania for years and years and years I have, and they still have yet to sponsor the show uh, <laughs> so i guess that's going as planned it's still going um, as planned and yet i buy disc mania products with my with my logo on it so it shows you how much i uh <laughs> i stick to that um yeah, it's <clears throat> it, like you said, it, it goes along with obligations. I'm going to just a little spoiler. I'm going to absolutely sell out in every possible way if I continue any of my other podcasts. Yeah, as you should. Uh, I got to get that bag, I, I think they say. I, I might do another podcast as well uh, next season and I'll totally sell out. Um, but I did have a great conversation today specifically with another fellow content producer in in Bobby Brown. And I know he's doing great work. And I I'm just not, talked I, to Bobby. I, I know, I know. Wow, nice. Uh, we can that share can, him. We can share him. Uh, he likes me. <laughs> I knew more. him first. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, but he's working on a lot of great stuff, which I think we could maybe even have him on and talk about sometime soon. But it, it was a conversation about what things like going rates are within disc golf and what service what return are we are we or you or i individually or whomever mm-hmm. what does that roi look like and and how integrated in is it and does it just sound like an ad read and there's just there's so many things to that that sometimes it's if you just avoid them or don't do any of them then you're not faced with any of that awkwardness cuz speaking of awkwardness <laughs> manscaping let me tell you about the new manscaping Johnny V <laughs> shaved me up and it was great it wasn't awkward at all no. so i i'm not a, obviously i i think they can be perfectly integrated i think there is a good mm-hmm. fit i think things can be natural and and genuine 
It's just a matter of genuine. Get his newest CD now out on Columbia Records. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Serious Hits Now, version two. (laughs) Now that's what I call music. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, So there is uh, a a lot of different ways to go about it. um, And well, I guess we'll see. Um, Like we said, oftentimes here on Smashbox, we've had merchandise sponsors that you know are, are have said hey we've got something going on can we give something away and that's great um it certainly helps you the viewers if you know if if and when that can turn around and benefit you guys that that doesn't that doesn't pay our web hosting or or any of the uh expenses here or help us but it does help the viewers and in turn uh makes everything a little bit better so uh, that's a lot of rambling to say who knows where it's gonna where it's all gonna land but we do appreciate you guys joining us Someone, someone I, said I that, think we'd love to know is, uh, and this is something we've talked about privately, is it's tough to know both a reach and a listener base and what an industry standard is within disc golf. Oh, yeah. You know, we know that we've been around a long time. That certainly guarantees us no level of success. We've just been here a long time. What do other podcast downloads and listeners look like? What is a going rate for those types of things? I think that's what's really interesting because there's clearly niche markets out there where you could say woodworking. You go out to, you know, DIY. I watch a lot of it. Yeah, woodworking podcasts. And there's probably some kind of metrics of somebody has put together in an industry big enough that says, here's what, you know, low level and high level and medium level podcasts. Here's what you could expect. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have any of those industry standards or metrics that have been put together for disc golf. I guess that sounds like a project that could be taken on by somebody way smarter than us. But Uh, it would be interesting because who knows where things mm -hmm. shake out? What is considered good? You think of your largest, you know, your larger or longer running podcast networks within disc golf. And Uh, I'd be curious to see how they all stack up, not from a... Not from a you know a, a pissing contest, but just from a just an overall curiosity mm-hmm. of what does that look like, and then what's the value that's placed on those? I don't know. We're saying we'll sell out for the right price. Yes, for the right price. I if mean, we're really summing it up. Yeah, I'll I'll become as as someone said, I'll become the I'll, the lord of a one square foot patch of land. Yes, over you in, will. Yeah, <laughs> Scotland or Ireland, or Ireland or wherever it is. Yeah, that's it's funny because someone said that the Jomez was promoting the established titles company, which is that's exactly what you do. You buy a one square foot mm. plot, um, and some of the woodworking videos that I do watch. It's funny that you mentioned them. Um, they they are pushing that particular service or service offering pretty yeah. pretty. F- recently yeah and and clearly there's you know when you have a, a we'll say a channel as large as jomez for instance they're clearly on the radar you know there's these massive ad agencies and or conglomerates or whatever that are you know scanning through or getting a report mm-hmm. of here's their demographic you know that's all coming all from youtube analytics here's their demographic here's what their viewership looks like here's you know their their frequency of posting blah 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 their engagement and then therefore then they make them an offer and you decide if you want to sign on to that mm-hmm. or not i mean those are all you know none of that surprising um to see Correct. and it's interesting when we do cross over into some of that quote unquote mainstream regular marketing 
that you're seeing, whether it's like a Manscaped or, or some of these other AG brands. Greens or yeah, like or, whatever. Or Mudwater or whatever, you know, some of these standard yeah. YouTube commercials that you often see and then see yep. them even getting into, uh, you know, the disc golf, disc golf realm. It's kind of crazy. Sam asks if we've ever been reached out by a, one of the mattress companies or anything. Mm. No, we haven't. Uh, those like Purple and Helix, and there's a couple other ones I think that we're advertising, or like those Dollar Shave things. Those were very popular for a while uh, as far as online advertising. We we haven't been reached out. I, I get an email probably once every two months from some uh, podcasting conglomerate that wants to talk to us, quote unquote, talk to us about you know, spon- not sponsoring isn't the right uh, about some kind of partnership or affiliate. Exactly. Program. Affiliate. Pro- and I usually just delete and ignore those. And, and may- maybe that's dumb of me. Maybe I should be looking at those, but I, I don't want, I've heard too many bad stories about podcasts that have joined those that somehow in general now lose the rights to their podcast or they get somehow stuck with a big bill because of just the way the negotiations work. I'm not interested in joining any sort of any of any of those particular type of networks. Um, uh, but <laughs> uh, stop. New sentence tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be recording an interview with a different podcast who is part of a podcast network. Um, you sell out. I, I, I am. Um, Chili Disc Days is a podcast about fantasy disc golf. What? Yeah. So I it, wish it was about chili dogs. I chi- actually I don't. I don't. Uh, like chili I don't dogs. like chili dogs. Like hot dogs, though. Like different hot dogs. I would do a lot of research. Like cheese dogs. <laughs> what you know? Kosher versus not. Like I, I could get into that. I could definitely do a hot dog podcast if if I needed to. But anyway, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit and have an interview with uh, a gentleman by the name of Matt Williams, and he's gonna have me on because he started a podcast with a with one of these um, larger podcast networks that does fantasy sports for all different sports. And he apparently reached out to them. and was like, Hey, I'd like to do one for disc golf. And they were like, I assume they went like, what? Huh? And then they looked into it. They're like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Here's our platform. Here's whatever you need. And so I'm going to have it in. I'm going to be talking with Mr. Matt Williams tomorrow night. Um, It won't be live. Uh, It'll be recorded and then come out on his, on his thing, which is called chill disc days. Uh, It's a disc golf podcast. It can be, you can find it, I think, on Spotify and all the other major um, podcast stuff. But we're just going to talk about fantasy disc golf stuff, like what's coming up, what we're looking at, you know, uh, probably a little bit of history. I, I listen to one or two of his podcasts. They sound perfectly fine, but they're only a half hour. Oh and I'm a, I'm a little nervous. What's he doing with all his time? <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of want to reach out and be like, are you ready? Because we like to talk here on this podcast. And just getting into it is is could be one thing. So, hmm. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I think about is, is he does he do it as a post production podcast because he doesn't trust the dumb shit you're gonna say. Oh, more than likely, he's probably live every other week. But then he's like, Ugh. <laughs> like uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what this a hole's gonna say. <laughs> uh, probably uh, a good call. All right, uh, let's see if there's any <laughs> anything on the board that's come in. Uh, Sam just chimed in and said uh, one of the other patron podcasts that is patron supported only. Uh, looks to have about two time two times the subs. He was talking about how it was not worth it to be sponsored and how little the ads paid. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I could see that. And mm-hmm. of course, they're all going to make it sound like they're 
you know, have all this money lined up for you. Correct. But then, to you know, the network to find out you're getting a half a percentage of a penny on a maybe mm-hmm. they've got a hundred dollars and they have to split it between yeah. whatever 17 podcasts they have. And then it's based on your total subs or something weird like that. Uh, without going too much again, being too repetitive of the drop zone last night, but a major point I did skip out on and forgot about while I did it. Uh, which means I should make notes before. And for those of you that don't know, the Drop Zone is Terry's kind of other podcast, his podcast on the side. It's it's my it's. I'm I'm trying to think. There needs to be some form of a tagline for it, and or, or summation of it. And it's really, um, quick hitting rants and raves. When you say quick hitting, how long are your episodes? Thirty minutes or less. Okay. So compared to this, yes, quick. Most people think quick kidding is like, like five, five minutes, minutes, but sure. sure. Uh, I get it. But I'm yes. Uh, I'm here for you. They, they, they are, it is meant to be timely and topical. Uh, so if, for instance, big news of something comes out on a Wednesday and we can't sit around and yeah. wait till the next Tuesday to have a good conversation about it, we'll probably still talk about it. But maybe if there's something that's really, really, really pertinent and or something mm-hmm. that just gets my goat on a Wednesday. Like, I want to be able to just go live and talk about it for a few minutes. So I, I did have one uh, last night where I quickly talked and recapped a little bit about just tournament etiquette, which could be one of a million parts Yeah, series, I mean, there's right? a ton of tournament etiquette, of whether course. it's everything from registration all the way to awards. Yeah, and everything in between. Well, one of the things that we experienced this weekend was the fact that beca- I feel like because of inclement weather that was forecasted for Sunday, there was a huge uptick in people wanting to withdraw. That's fine. I understand you don't want to play in inclement weather. You don't have to lie to me and tell me somebody's sick. Maybe you were sick because I know a lot of sickness is going around. But by and large, there's a huge uptick within 12 hours of the event of a lot of people wanting to withdraw. I'm probably too accommodating, but for the most part, uh, I went along with it. Biggest takeaway, though, that that I forgot to touch on, don't effing no call no show. I mean that's that's just common courtesy. That is just common sense. Do not no call and no show to an event. In unless you've been in a car accident, unless unless um someone passed away or something tragic happened where it just was not feasible to call or to send any form of message on at any point, don't no call no show to a tournament. And the major reason for that, I don't even care yeah. about your refund at that point and everything else that may or may oh, not go see, along and with that. I feel like if you no call, no show, you forfeit your... 100%. And that that your, is finally where I'm drawing a line. Good. Um, but besides that... Your entry fee, yeah. really, really can F with the tournament. Just the groupings, because if you have the two people, no call, no exactly. show, then you have a twosome, you get out to the course... And nobody knows. And Everyone's suddenly, frantic uh, two minutes before they're about to start throwing. Nobody got their card because the, one of the no-shows was the top of the card. So nobody grabbed the card to bring it out. Now you and your this other dude are looking at each other and you're like, Where um, do we go? How do we uh, play? What do we do? You go to that card. I go to this card? or If uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. So don't. And again, there are emergencies. I understand emergencies. Certainly. not Things happen. But more often than not, here in 2022, moving into 2023, a very quick phone call, email, or text, those are usually under like 30 seconds at this point. You can make those happen in under 30 seconds. Shy of a life and death emergency. Sure. A quick heads up. Can't make it. Even if you don't explain yourself, not making it today. Those are like the fewest amount of words you need to get through it. 
there was there was some of that uh, this weekend, and I had one unique scenario too, where <laughs> a pair of people showed up on Sunday morning, which there was rain in the forecast for the afternoon, and my player packs, by the way, are are you know super heavy, so essentially that's what you're getting. You're getting this massive players pack, and then you're playing for trophies. Trophy only is what most would call it, or true amateur. Anyway, they arrived, they showed up, they checked in, they got their sweet player pack, all deservingly, <laughs> and then they left and I, didn't tell me. I'm good up until the and then they left. Like, like if you're going to get all of that, and you're like, cool, we, we live like 10 miles away, whatever, I, we came to get the thing. We're, we're not going to play. We're going to bail out. Cool. Tell the TD. But to to get all of that, check in and then not show up, and then like they just didn't go to their hole. Two people, maybe they, they just didn't go. They were there. They maybe they went their... to the wrong course. <laughs> I know it's only one course, but maybe they went to the other course. They were at the course. They got their player. I'm good with all of that. If and if you said, hey, you know what? It's going to rain this afternoon. I'd just rather not even play. I'm I'm just here to get my stuff. I would have been cool. Here's your stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, no problem at all. Every TD is good with that. Don't just leave. Don't don't not say a word to anyone that you've just left because then that put two other groups into this awkwardness of hey, are we missing somebody? Where are they? Mm-hmm. What's going on? It it was a very strange scenario uh to have that one happen as well. In all of my years and all of my tournaments, that that was a new one. You showed up, you got all the stuff and then you immediately just left and and went without telling anyone. So, uh please Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, yeah. So so I have to ask you, Terry, and I think I know the answer to this. Have you followed World Cup at all? <laughs> funny you ask. Oh, geez. Funny I ask. The most I have followed of the World Cup, and, and this isn't being braggadocious, is there was a game today that apparently everybody watched or cared about. U.S. versus Iran. That's, uh, I, I think I caught on a Twitter, on the tweets, that somebody said it doesn't matter if we won or lose because we're moving on. Nope. That's what I thought I saw. Other than knowing there was a we, game, you could have given me 10 guesses. I wouldn't have said Iran. Uh, Iran. Um, Iran. Iran. Uh, I wouldn't have said any of that. I knew there was a game today because more than one person told me they were watching the game today. We have watched the, literally zero seconds of it. And uh, it's just because I watched a little bit over Thanksgiving weekend because, again, I'm up in the middle of nowhere. So they get all of three chant from, well, I think, eight channels, um, including Comet, which is like <laughs> all the all the world's oldest sci fi mm. channels. But so World Cup was on and I, and I watched a little bit of the Netherlands game from this weekend but no the exact opposite the u.s needed to win to move on oh. if they did not win they would not have moved on even a tie would have lost because they've mm. basically tied each game they've played mm. they had not won a game but they had not lost a game either <laughs> mm-hmm. so they needed to win this in order to move on so they um they they did beat iran and now are moving on to the the Sweet 16, even though they don't call it that, but the they've moved past the uh, the knockout round, I think is what it's called. So mm. it's a big deal for U.S. soccer, of which yeah, I care okay. very little about, particularly. It's just not my sport. Um, but it is a, a, a huge 
uh, it's a world phenomenon right now, but the U.S. it's a big deal for uh, U.S. soccer and sports. Yeah, because so. traditionally, isn't our U.S. soccer only good on the women's side, which doesn't get nearly enough it's, credit? It's it's, it's, it's been, isn't that kind of the yeah? Year? It's the U.S. women's soccer has been good for a, a little while on the women's side, um, and the men's side has been touch and go, um, never really great. But this is, uh, and again, I don't know much, but my understanding is this is a pretty solid team. Um, not phenomenal, not like bad, but just a, a, a good team to watch, a fun team to watch, apparently. So, yeah, I mean, and I didn't get a chance. There's a bunch of ties, it sounds. <laughs> I mean, they're, I mean, please I, tell me it's tying at 0 0. That would be the only thing that makes it better. Yeah. Uh, they they did tie England zero zero and England is like the number quote unquote five defense wins championship five team in the like world or something insert that at any point any sport any sport you can you can defense insert. wins championship except for disc golf tell me how defense wins championships <laughs> in disc golf now unless Aaron Gossage is out there knocking Paul McDeath's Paul McBeth's discs out of the sky. <laughs> Defense does not win championships in our sport. Okay, maybe not in but golf. but in general, yes. Yeah. So it, it's uh, it's a big worldwide phenomenon right now. Now mm-hmm. now we play again on Saturday. My understanding is I think we we play the Netherlands, which is like one of the best teams in the world. Is my understanding. Mm. I I haven't watched much of the U.S. games. Um, I watched a little bit. Again, I watched a little bit of the England game. Um, this weekend, but uh, I don't have a TV at work right now or ever. So <laughs> we do have a TV in our in our in our uh, kitchen area, but it's around the corner from me, so I don't get a chance. I'd literally have to like get out of my desk, walk oh, fifty yeah, feet, turn around and watch it, and then I'm not in front of my computer, which is where I'd prefer to be. So, but anyway, World Cup, big deal right now. Yeah, the, and and I don't want world. to sound disparaging of the worldwide phenomenon that the World Cup is, but like yourself, I I I'm just not a uh, uh, a huge fan or a fan. Yeah, um, it, 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 I, I'm glad everybody else loves it. it and I think it's great. It's a little, I'll say this, and soccer fans like me. It's a little less boring when it's a World Cup versus anything else. Even a zero zero game, there's. It seems like the action is a little bit more exciting because you know what's on the line. But ultimately, like, just man, still, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the stupid American here. And God, do I hate some things about soccer, mm. like. Stop making your, your your clock count up. And when the time runs out, the time runs out. Don't give me bonus time that I don't know when it's going to end. Uh, that those are the two things that bother me the most. You know? And you sound like a stupid American. I I'm sure I do. I I think they, you know, count down from 90 minutes down to zero and make it make make that end exciting as opposed to cool. We're at 91 minutes. And arbitrary two, two minutes. Somebody kept track of the somebody did time, keep right? track there. Yeah, the yeah. officials have the have the time, but I just again. I think when lives are on the line for some of these uh, contests, that's when I think there's you, yeah. you think there would be a little bit more um, officiality to it in that sense, considering how serious it's taken. But there are um, some countries that do take it very, very seriously. Yeah. And obviously this this match that we had with Iran is is kind of arguably maybe a big deal just because of the bigger right now worldwide um, issues that are happening, like the big protests in Iran with uh, uh, over, over like just their, their political (laughs) everything, (laughs) you know? Um, So there, 
and how the U.S. is handling that in general. So there is some geopolitical issues going on behind the scenes, but ultimately it's just, I mean, it's a soccer match. So we'll see. They've got a cool special soccer ball that has like a chip in it, though, so they can sense when anything, when anyone like touches the ball. And so they took, they didn't, I don't know if they officially took away or they just never gave a goal to, uh, like Ronaldo, one of the mm. biggest, like he, he's like, no, I touched it with my head. And they're, they're like, nope, ball doesn't say you did. Sorry. It went, apparently it went in and he's like, no, I did. And they're like, nope, sorry. You don't get it. Balls don't lie. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, so they, uh, he, he was, I think slightly upset that he didn't get I, I, credit again, for the goal. When we're, we're talking about the severity of some of these matches mm-hmm. and the significance and the outcome, uh, any form of technology of that nature seems like it would be appropriate at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, with what the consequences ultimately end up being. So, okay. Um, There's your World Cup review. Thank you. Thank you. I'll check in with, will, will we have it next week still? Uh, how many the, more weeks are we gone? Well, how depends how long the U.S. makes it, because that's about as much as anyone here is going to care about it. Oh, no, no, no. I know. Uh, overseas, we've got some overseas listeners, and I'm sure they're going to care, like, you know, some people maybe in the Netherlands and things like that that will maybe move on. And speaking of worldwide travels, tomorrow... When you're listening to this, uh, I will be heading to Gainesville, Florida. Super excited to be going down to the Cho. Get my Cho on. It's Cho time. The Chain Hawk Open presented by Dynamic Dis. And uh, I've been there for the last few years. Had a lot of fun covering this event in some capacity. And uh, Fox Fox Hills has traditionally been kind of your, your go-to lead card coverage this year. It uh, looks like I'm going to step into that role, and uh, I'm going I'm to do what I've done in the past couple of years, which is work really hard to have the fastest turnaround ever. It's going to be single camera, uh, super fast upload, everything else. I'm going to I'm going to be. I, I hate to promise it now, but I'm I'm shooting for same day uploads Woo. so that people you heard by, it here first by the uh, out on the west coast may be able to actually watch the day's action. If everything goes well for me, um, um, it'll be uploaded after every nine holes. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's become a fun challenge for myself over these last couple of years, and I'm going to see if I can uh, keep that train rolling. So the Cho, uh, there will be a skins match that takes place on Thursday, and then we'll have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday coverage coming to you all on the Disc Golf Guy channel. So yeah, hopefully you tune in, watch some uh, sweet action from this weekend. That's if you're not already caught up in the cold turkey. I mean, that, I, I do need to catch up on the cold turkey. Yes, <laughs> you, you certainly should. All right, Johnny. It looks like we're almost all fired up and ready to go for our Smashbox TV Patreon giveaway. Yeah, 158 people are eligible for our giveaway. You can be eligible by signing up at patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. Or if you go to Smashbox.tv slash weekly winners, I believe, dot HTML or weekly giveaways. I think it's. It's we- I think it's weekly giveaways.html. I don't know. Robert and Gordon don't ever have a problem finding it because they're 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 in it every week. So that's yeah, the that is the free way that you can get become eligible for our weekly giveaway. Um, no purchase necessary. No, think, as the kids say that that's that's what all the kids say on the tickety talks. Mm-hmm. So 158 people are eligible for our giveaway tonight. Terry Miller. How do you exactly want to do this? Well, I mean, mean, it's a no-brainer. Chris joined us tonight and gave us the three-peat on the cold turkey. So I think it's going to have to be the third person drawn. All right. I did sort. So here's how I sorted them tonight. I sorted them by overall donation amount. 
Wow. To Smashbox because I sorted it. So our newest patrons are up at the top of the list. Okay. And the the patrons that have been the most giving are towards the bottom of the list. We love them. Oh, yes. It's it's almost it's almost like it's weighted by love. Yeah, that's that's how I describe my body shape. <laughs> weighted by love. <laughs> Not uh-huh. how I would describe it, but our first number Ed is one eighteen. Love with the way. <laughs> Wait, never mind. Our second number <laughs> is forty eight. Our third and final number that we're drawing. Who wants it? Is going to be one twenty six. One twenty six. He's been with us, maybe not necessarily as long, but is certainly. Dishing it out. 126. Let me scroll up to 126 here. And we appreciate it so very much. Joseph Culp. Congratulations, Joseph Culp. Thank you, Joseph. Joseph has let's see, Joseph has been a patron since let's see if I can find it here. 2017. That is a longtime that, listener. That is a longtime Patreon supporter. I'm guessing he just forgot his Patreon password and that <laughs> it just keeps, keeps charging, charging his credit card. <laughs> most people would leave us by now. <laughs> um, no, we appreciate it, Joseph. Much like our wives. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much uh, for being with us for so long and uh, being such a steadfast Patreon supporter. We uh, we very we very much appreciate it. That is to almost keep us ad free. And sometimes substance free. <laughs> I'm never substance free. Oh, okay. That, like I know you, you, you've been pushing for that. Uh, what is it? Founders mm, Brewery yeah. uh, sponsorship. They're, I'm going to push gonna for be Knob title Creek. Sponsor. That will be title sponsor of my new podcast. I, I'm going to be. I'm going to push for some some Knob Creek or some some whiskey. Any whiskey. I'm not particular. If you, if you are a whiskey maker and would like to send me some samples or a bottle or twelve, I would be happy to sit and drink. While I'm doing this, uh, we're, we're going to have to see, and, and I'll have to share some of this. Uh, a gentleman reached out uh, who makes uh, mead, uh, which I think some refer to as honey wine. I'm very fam- uh, unfamiliar with this world, mm, that, uh, but had reached yeah. out to me during the uh, nightly visits I was doing uh, at the USDGC. Uh, mead is an alcoholic beverage made by fermenting honey mixed with water and sometimes with added ingredients such as fruit, spices, grains, and hops. Alcohol content ranges from 3.5 to more than 20%, so uh, quite a range. I was sent some from a gentleman in uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. and then uh, I followed up with him and said, hey, I just so you know, I definitely did receive this. Thank you so much. Um, but I have not been consuming anything during November. So when uh, that gets busted out, it's sitting currently in my in my dining room. When that officially gets open and busted out. It's like three out. days, so you get like just shit-faced. <laughs> just hammered on December 1st. Uh, no, I, I have self-control. I just uh, will ease, we'll ease into it. But it's kind of interesting that there's this beverage that I I don't think you or I have ever had or heard no. of before. I've heard of it. I've heard of mead. There's okay. a, it's actually very uh, obviously you've got like Renaissance fairs that do a lot of people that will make different types of mead and bring them there. Um, but it, it it is a not I don't want to say a lost art, but it is a very a less than uh, done type thing. A lot of people make mead like private brews. Yeah. So that that is ultimately. I think I watched a uh, a YouTube video on a on a website or a, a channel called Modern Rogue where they did a mead make. 
and they, there's kind of like they, they do all sorts of you know things everything from they'll teach you how to do sword fighting one week and make mead and then mm. make make like a, a a fancy drink because they just kind of all over the board how to make a weapon <laughs> like how to make a bludgeon things like that and just one of their things they yeah, did was some beverages alcohol yeah i don't get 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 yourself some mead and bludgeon somebody I love it. Well, this came to us from or to me from Maniacal Mead Company out of uh, Ypsilanti. Uh, wow, almost said Illinois. Uh, Ypsilanti, Don't Michigan. So, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Fraser. I appreciate it. And uh, again, looking forward to giving it my first ever try. Sam Martin asks a good question, and I guess I can share it here, even though I haven't really sent an email out yet because I've just been working with Miles from uh, Paragon about changes to the Patreon tiers. Um, basically, Sam, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be removing the $10 tier and that might not affect you. I, I'd have to take a look for sure. Um, we have a, a few people at the $10 tier where we were, I was, I was sending out like quarterly, um, pieces of clothing and things like that. And usually what, what'll happen is I'll miss a quarter because I'm busy and I forget. And by the time I look, I'm like, Oh crap, it's like a quarter later. And then I'll send out like a nicer piece of normally it was going to be like a t-shirt and I'd send out something a little bit nicer the next quarter. I'm starting to run out of ideas. And so what I think what I'm going to do instead is we're going to end the $10 tier. And what we'll do then is I'm going to, as a, as a thank you to our $10 Patreon supporters, I'm working with miles from uh, Paragon to, to get a really nice um, item. And I'm going to send out to all the people who are $10 supporters recently. Um, and we're going to work with that. And so they'll get a, a very custom item from Smashbox uh, for anyone that was part of that $10 Patreon supporter tier. All the other Patreon supporter tiers will say the same, the five, the three, the two, the one. It's just the $10 level that I'm, I'm, I've literally started to run out of ideas. There's only so many shirts I can make and send out <laughs> uh, from different ideas that I have. I think the last one I had, like it was a Super Mario Brothers font. That's in Smashbox and things like that. So it, it's it's unf- I, I had bigger plans for it way back when, but then life gets in the way. So that's the, really the big change. It's not a huge thing, but I was, I'm going to let everybody know that if you can continue to support us at the $10 level, we won't stop you, but the actual Patreon tier, the clothing is probably going to go away. So, all right. And we, of course, you know, we'll can forever appreciate anyone and everyone that jumps on yeah. in any capacity, whatever that is. We had, uh, Sam says, Oh yeah, that was me. <laughs> I had a gentleman this weekend ask, uh, as well about how it all works. I, I certainly explained that a lot of different creators within Patreon originally when they created it, they had kind of one business model for it or one strategy for how people could support anyone on Patreon. Now there are uh, a multitude of ways to do it. And we have one strategy. The disc golf guy has one, mm-hmm. uh, Jomez versus Central Coast versus GK Pro. Everybody kind of does it a little bit differently. Uh, so just make sure you read up and know what you're uh, jumping on to support in whatever capacity that it is. Uh, Ace Run Productions. Make sure you jump on theirs. I know uh, they, they do some special stuff as well. So Yeah. All right. I think we are going to call it. I got to get packed up. I'm also recording something special with the Disc Golf Pro Tour tomorrow. Simon Lazat's involved. That's your little spoiler. Who wants to watch that? Not me. But Simon fans will want to watch Simon, so... I'll go along for the ride, I guess. I guess. Just I ri- hang out with that guy. Riding Simon's coattails. That's, that's what, what you that's do. All do. That's all I do. That's all I do. 
I'll, I'll keep doing it, damn it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. Looking forward to a great weekend in Gainesville. Hopefully you guys take in some of that action in the coverage. Uh, next week we may have some more news and announcements. Maybe even we'll have the Cho winner, but we'll also have mm-hmm. some more news and announcements, I'm sure, about our sponsorship and uh, other things changing up in the disc golf community. Yes, damn, i got to go to Florida. Dan Harbeck, we appreciate your love and support, and it was great to catch up with you this weekend, my friend. Uh, and, and I sincerely mean that. Um, it, it was really good to see you, so thank you for everything. For Johnny V, I'm Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy. That's been Smashbox TV's podcast, 431's After Show. We're heading down to Florida. We'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 